All right, let's kick this one into gear. <laughs> it's very sour. Let's kick it in the balls. It's very sour, this sample. Who it's does a little that? Bit of sort of quite a lot of wheat. Who does what? No one kicks people in the balls. It's not no, like... that, is, that is not true. People do kick people in the balls. I've been knuckle-tapped in the back oh, of the That knuckles. is awful. That is... Knuckle can I just tap? say, can like I a just like say, a knuckle, like a back of the hand oh, with the knuckles. There are too oh, many girls boy. who think that that's funny and it's not okay. It's unacceptable. Well, girls are the only ones who can do a shot in the pills in a self-defense kind. In of a scenario. self-defense scenario absolutely, only, absolutely okay. But in, we'll wholeheartedly support that. In a scenario of jest, unacceptable. 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 As always, show. it's the three of us here. <laughs> Nick, Callum, and currently rummaging around in his bag. I'm just trying to find. He's trying to find his internet device. You have an internet device? I do. It's called a phone. What, what, what is that? happening there? I just use it for the holidays. Nice. Oh, it's dead battery. Well, this is a debacle. No, that's alright. You can Google keys off my phone if you want. Um, I'd just like to start off this episode, if I may, I'm going to move these pizza by wishing everybody, wishing everybody a happy Shakespeare day. Oh, happy, yeah. happy Shakespeare happy, Day. What's his, like, his 500th year. year of him croaking, is that right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because they're not, yeah. they're, not, they're not quite sure when, he was, when he was born. They have a guesstimate. They always guess that it's the 26th because there's a record of his... I think there's some tenuous record of his christening, which traditionally would have happened... Is there even um, some some number of days after a? Is there even certifiable proof that he existed? Yes. Here we go. Yes, big opening up, a, opening up a can of worms. No, I, I, I know about the um, the contention that maybe he wasn't the the complete author of all the what we know. That is, is a stronger. Work. There is definitely a stronger argument to be made for the case that Shakespeare didn't necessarily write absolutely everything that's attributed to But there was definitely but a person named William Shakespeare from Stratford-upon-Avon. Yes. That is unquestionable. Right. That is unquestionable. Because yeah. I actually used to work in Stratford-upon-Avon, or just outside did you? of it. Really? I did. That's amazing. And the place I worked at was a place called the Bellsley Manor, which was this... Well, it was a hoity-toity mansion on the outside <laughs> that was run like faulty towers. <laughs> Tell me there was a Manuel character. <laughs> oh, there was a few. But they weren't Spanish. Actually, Disappointing. There, there was a lot of French that would come over there, though. And they really? were treated like dog crap <laughs> there as well. It was really weird. But anyway, <laughs> this place, you know, and it's like any place, and I guess in that kind of region, would be angling for some kind of a link to... To Resin Dollar. Yeah. yeah. And so they claimed... <laughs> that in the library... Is where William Shakespeare composed the Twelfth Night. I guess. What? <laughs> oh, that is a or wow. a Winter's Tale or one of those ones. That is an extraordinary claim, and it's and it's an absolute allegation. Yeah. Like, in other words, it's a bald-faced lie. <laughs> a bit Which like I think is actually a Shakespeareanism. I think Shakespeare is the first person to write down the expression "bald-faced lie." I, I could be wrong on that. However, there is pretty strong evidence. Almost irrefutable evidence to suggest because it also had a chapel at Billersley, and there's very strong evidence that there was a Madame Shakespeare who they think was William Shakespeare's daughter who was married really? in the chapel. Yeah, right. Mm. Oh, you ordered chips. Yep, nice thank one. you all. Yeah, Callum has just uh, got a <laughs> pile of chips that's just parked itself in front of him. You're in commentary mode today, big dog. No, well, I'm just giving people a bit of a recap on what's going on. 
also known as commentary. Yeah, yeah, that is what commentary is, big dog. As um, a general rule. So, footy's happening, speaking of commentary. Oh, nice. Early tips, please, gentlemen. Early tips. Early tips for what, specifically? Grand final, Premier. Oh. Well, I, I said to you privately, my bold, stupid pre-season pick was for a, a rematch of the 2007 Grand Which Final. Which I love. I, I which won the 2007, which was Geelong, Port Adelaide, Ooh. but with a reversal we of the result. Yeah. So well, I'm going to stick with that, take, because I think once you make that, a tip, take. you stick with it. How dare you? Hey. Is what it is. Jeez. Secretly, I want West Coast to win, and what it's probably kind of more likely. But looking, I like they're not looking I like bad. making bold predictions. What kind of person treats Port Adelaide as their second team? Oh, I just don't. They're not my second <laughs> team. They're an objective narrative choice, and it's a bold prediction because it's probably unlikely. Bigger. What about yourself? Who's well, up? I'll just say I don't want Port Adelaide to win because I couldn't stand Koshy getting up on a podium at Grand Final day <laughs> to talk. <laughs> I just want to thank all Does Do they get up on the podium? It's not the Super Bowl where the owner immediately gets the does trophy. Does the president get up there? I don't, I don't know. Not during, no, not he during does. the presentation. Yes, he, well, I remember Frank Costa did. He, I, that was, I think there's anomalies, though. Like, Pretty sure Eddie Maguire's got up there and had a chat once or twice. I don't know. Well, only once. On the, on the discussion of football, mm, yeah. sorry. I've got an interesting query for you, fellas. Mm-hmm. A, a point I'd like your opinions on. I worked last night at Amy Park. Rebels versus Cheetahs, who are a South African side. Can I just say something just quickly? Okay. While I forget? My tip, I'm not saying they're going to win, but they're going to finish strongly. St Kilda. That's my tip. As a very broad, open-ended tip. Extraordinarily. Let's just keep that one in the memory. But that's, that's the one team I'd be interested to see how they're faring at the end of the year. If that... If that was the tip of a spear, it would be a butter knife. I'm backing. Um, I'm backing West Coast to make the granny. Great option. Um, and I'm going to be a bit controversial, and I'm going to say that the Roos can string it together. I'm, I'm going to say. Well, they've been around or there or thereabouts with a half decent team for a number of years. It's just whether they complete. So, so Monday is Anzac Day. A couple of big traditional games on the calendar. You got Essendon, Collingwood. You've got Storm. the Storm Warriors and the Roosters. Who do the Roosters play? I think the Roosters play the Dragons as the iconic rugby yeah, league. Yeah, there has to be a Sydney Sydney clash. The thing is, though, I've noticed progressively over the years, more and more matches over that weekend are having an Anzac Day ceremony, which mm. includes the last post and all sorts of... Really? And they're getting progressively more bigger. So last night, Rebels... Versus the Cheetahs. The Cheetahs are not play... normally a strong team. Cheetahs are on a South African side. Mm. This is Friday, and they played the last post and did all the, the guffin ceremony. And the Cheetahs were like, what the hell? Well, no, not necessarily what the hell. I don't have a problem with that. I just think. Because you've got, you've got three codes now. Four if you include the A-League. I don't know if they played the last post of the A-League or not. But it's getting to the point where... If there was a Melbourne... If, there was a if, Melbourne you, if you watch a lot of sport over the weekend, you're going to hear the last post potentially five or six times. I think it should only be on Anzac Day. Absolutely. Because by the time Anzac Day rolls around, because it's on a Monday this year, you've heard it five or six times. I think it diminishes the solemnity of the occasion. The solemnity? If it's it's played at every single match that involves an Australian team. Of any code. I think it's an important day, but... 
if you oversaturate or saturate, oversaturates an anomaly, but I just think it's too much. And it should be anti date only when it's done. Yep. Keep the solemnity of the occasion of the day. Because having it all weekend, you get to Monday and you're over it. And I think that's wrong. Had enough. Had enough, yeah. Mm. You've heard it four or five times, you're like, we're going through this again? And that's not what it should be about. Too much. It's not what it should be about. Mm. So that's my vote, I think. Monday only. Or Anzac Day only. Well, Whichever day it that's almost That's almost bone. A little bit of a bone. A little, a little bit, bit of a bone. bone. But you want to you be careful how you frame that bone. Yeah. The, you, could you say you've got a bone to pick with the... With the um, Quasi commercialization of, of Anzac Day. Let, let, let's of be well. blunt. He's got a bone to pick with patriotism. No, when I have a bone to pick, it's coming at you hard and fast. This was more of a gripe that I thought I'd get your opinions on because I wasn't sure how you guys would feel about it. I, I agree. I agree. I'm going to have a chip. Yep. I'm going to What did you get here? You got some sort of spicy sauce. Spicy sauce? Spicy sauce, yeah. You just went up to the bar and said, hey, can I get another sauce? I did. And they gave you a spicy sauce? I did. Yum. Um, I just like to just like to just place a caveat on our first topic of conversation, um, just just so that we don't all look like a bunch of raging misogynists. That's quite um, spicy. I, I do not think that getting kicked in the balls or, or tapped in the balls is as painful as either childbirth or period pain. It's a separate category. Of don't think any, it is a very. Don't think is, anyone was making. No, no, no. I just want. I just want to make sure that we're not unnecessarily. Nobody. I don't think anybody here believes that. And, and we, we're certainly not trying to compare the two. It's 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 the fact that it can be happen entirely incidentally, which is which is how, so awful. How about we say this? How about we lock it down to this point? Yeah. Incidental playful contact by either gender in the crotch <laughs> area contact. is unacceptable. Right. Like you wouldn't punch a girl there. They shouldn't punch us there. That area should just be off limits unless you're in a self-defense situation. Absolutely. Let's not make this about gender or about body parts or anything. Why? Let's just say the crotch is a no-go zone. But Leave it at that. Or as Jen would put it, punchingtons. Punchingtons, no. Yeah. No. Just keep your hands above the waistline. Yeah, I would hate for I'm going to tag back again. Please, your crotch is a Fort Knox. <laughs> <laughs> Big Dog's, Big dog's uh, crotch is very heavily locked down, but it's full of gold. The implications of that phrase are astronomical. Yeah. I yes. think being being the gatekeeper of your Fort Knox is important. Keeping foreign invaders out, also important. Yeah, right. Going back to... We were talking about Shakespeare and, mm. and false claims. I wonder if Shakespeare we go. got a crotch tap. He was an actor, so you've got you, a you have to think it's likely. Yeah, I'd say so. They're a rowdy bunch. I flick. You know, sure, one actor. Shot in the pills. <laughs> Maybe he Shakespeare copping in the pills. He certainly made a lot of jokes about the testicular and um, certainly did very region. very bawdy jokes. Right off. We were talking about Shakespeare and incorrect claims, and you're not 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 really know, but incorrect claims continue to this day. And here are the ones that I had the biggest issue with: Budweiser's slogan, "The King of Beers," yeah, right. when it is one of the worst beers ever yeah. concocted and then more close to home Hungry Jacks the burgers are better at Hungry Jacks no they're fucking not but they, they are no, no, horrific no, 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 the burgers horrific Hungry Jacks burgers are a lot better than Mickey D's oh, I would disagree aren't they wow healthy? Hungry Big Jacks are... aren't they healthier for you though no. because, because isn't that the, the you're comparing dog turd to dog turd Big Dog yeah that's true 
I don't think you can say a Hungry Jack's burger is healthier well, than a McDonald's Well, look, from a vegetarian burger. perspective, the burgers are better at Hungry Jack's. Maybe because, the vegetarian. Because they actually have a vegetarian burger. Is it any good? Yeah, it's good. Well, it's a dirty fast food option, you know. Guess yeah, well, you're a vegetarian. You're, you're coming at it from a different criteria. Different, different set of criteria. Would you rather have... Here we go. A Hungry Jack's burger. Yeah. Or a kick in the crotch. Than an intersection burger. Ooh, an intersection Ooh. burger. Well, hang on, what was that place? I think I've ever had it. You're talking about the Embassy. Embassy Burger, the place We Northern. have to do a podcast at the Embassy. Oh, I want to yeah. take you back to the Embassy <laughs> just for what, And we've got to do it when we're drunk at 4 o'clock in the morning. Cool. We'll just go out, I'll take the microphone, and we'll go to the Embassy. And Kelly's that is, coming too. That, is, that has just reminded me of something. I'd rather have an Embassy Burger. Would you really? Hungry Jacks is just mass produced. I shit. swear the Embassy Burgers are cooked on the engine blocks of the taxis out of that. That still provides more flavour than a Hungry Jacks Burger is going to give you. The story behind the embassy was you and I went to a party just around the corner from there we in did. West Melbourne. We did. This Breeze is well party, I believe. This is years ago. Yep. And we were youthful and excitable, and we in Greywood Ingram. That is a that is a stumbling distance from the party we were at, and I know I definitely had a few. I think you'd, you'd been slightly more sensible. Oh, I had had a few. This was a party where they put all the drinks in a bathtub, and then when everyone left the party, there was just a few of us left. We just decided to finish the bathtub. Oh, Jesus. We I'd finished my allocation by a long time. We were smashed enough to be dancing around before the party finished to talking heads. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's mm, true. Great time. So we, we, I think we a whole bunch of us went to the embassy, which is a, yeah, a, is a, is a 24-hour burger joint slash taxi rank. Where all the taxis go and get a car wash and have a feed yeah. at that place. And we got, I remember I walked in there and I had a beer, and there was this big, kind of slightly overweight, grey haired, greasy looking woman with an apron. It's what you want in one of those places, because you know that she looks cooked with love. She looks down at the beer in my hand. She goes, Love, you can't drink that in here. Big that. smile opens up, these horrific looking teeth, and then she goes, You'll have to drink it outside. <laughs> I've just been in um, just been in Auckland for a week um, with the express purposes of going to see the pop up globe in uh, in Auckland. Oh, nice! Um, which a very dear friend of ours, uh, Oscar West, was playing music in. Ooh. Absolutely bloody brilliant! So they, this is the first time anywhere anywhere in the world has built a replica of, of the globe, Shakespeare's mm-hmm. Theatre, um, outside of London, obviously. So what did you see? Did you see Romeo and Juliet? I saw both of them. Crazy. Yeah, because um, once... So, they don't do a double bill on the same night, though, surely. No, 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 no. I went four different nights. Um, it was magnificent. It was absolutely magnificent. And I saw it in... Um, when you're up in the boxes, which we did for... Because it was Clem's mum's birthday, so we did a special night, and we were in the boxes. Um, you actually... Part of the experience is all of the ground... Everybody on the ground is looking at you, because everybody's sort of... Looking at it, looking around the looking around the stage and looking around the audience because they can you know you're in their line of sight. Um, yeah, it was an amazing experience, mm. amazing experience, and, and a beautiful, wonderful thing that Auckland did. Um, good stuff, Auckland. Yeah, good on you, Auckland. So yeah, good on Auckland. Oscar and, yeah. All right. Auckland's a great place to visit. Yeah, it's a great place. place. Kieran Bullock, not the biggest fan of Auckland. Auckland's a shit old. <laughs> That's uh, the globe thing. Sounds good, but it's, you won't get any great. Auckland love from me. Tell you what's not shit. It's the sample pile. Oh, we should talk about beer. That's a good point. That's a good point. We actually had a... Uh, Big Dog and I had a beer prior to Calum's arrival. So we're, we're all drinking the uh, the sample pale ale. 
which I've had before and isn't isn't it's quite good actually. And then prior to that, I had the um, I had the Kaiju uh, IPA, which Beetle no no I can't remember uh, Robohop. That was very tasty, Kaiju. Which is a play off Robocop, obviously. And Big Dog, you had the, uh, the, Wolf, the Wolf of the Willows the XPA. Mm. That actually brings me rather nicely um, to... to um, if you remember last podcast, I introduced a segment. And I actually have not yet made it. I will make one at some point. A segment called the Golden Spatula. Remember oh, that I remember the term, time. but I don't remember. Well, it's a, it's kind of a counterpoint to, to the big dog bone, where we have it. something that's underappreciated. Something that's underappreciated slash deserves more. Yeah, deserves more attention than it's possibly getting. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I remember this now. This is um, so I headed old down to old Purvis Beer the other day. Yeah. My favourite beer store in Melbourne, down on Bridge Road, which yep. I have to sort of make a special effort to get you now, now that I don't live in Richmond. But I popped down there after work the other day, and on the counter there, they've got this um, free craft beer magazine, which is called Froth. Yeah, right. And I'd just like Good to name. say to the makers of Froth magazine, the lady who runs it, Emily, I'd say that it's a bloody great magazine, and it's free, and you can pick it up from good craft beer stockers, and it's extremely well designed is it the classy kind of magazine like you had back in the day like you know when your dad <laughs> used to have the, like the cars magazines and there'd always be a scantily woman <laughs> <laughs> on the bonnet big dog yeah there's a scantily clad woman drinking a beer big dog with a frothy that's how it is. Front. is yeah, that how it is that is exactly no, no. of course we've not. moved on from big dog it's, we've it's, moved on from that it's era sensitive new age men drinking craft beer well it's actually there's a lot of women that contribute to this magazine well it's obviously it's a women a, editor no but I was but, saying that Kieran, Kieran big dog was going for the sort of slightly no we are sensitive, sexist sensitive new age men yeah no this is the reverse this is the reverse of that scantily clad women drink although that would be great but we don't need that are we not about we don't need that hey when I'm reading about beer I don't want to be distracted by scantily clad women I want to look at the beer Golden Spatula goes to Froth Magazine Um, I I actually meant to bring one so I could sort of show it to you fellas it's extremely well designed from a graphic point of view which you know I appreciate yeah Um, the articles are very interesting and informative and I'm learning a lot about Melbourne-based breweries. I'll tell you who would really about like that. Kaiju and Wolf of the Willows, just to name a few. It's extremely well written, um, Which and fantastic. Good. And if you if you're listening to this and you have an interest in craft beer, find them on the internet and get yourself a copy of the magazine because it's very good. And Chances it's really, are. We really should also we should also give further credo to credence to, to Kieran's sort of professions of love for this magazine, and that we know for a fact that Kieran has no connection with this magazine. None at all. I think it's very it. good. It's, um, He's, I've read the last couple of issues. Genuinely telling you. Yeah. How that's well, here's the Kieran's name is not otherwise known as Emily. That is not. No, no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. I haven't created a beer magazine under oh, a, a female pseudonym. What's happening? A dog just ran on the road. A dog just ran on the road. Did it get it's, it's, no, it's safe now? It's safe now. That's that's good to hear. It's good to hear. Yeah, because the thing is, like, as you know, I'm a New Zealander. Yeah. And, and having been to Wellington a few times, I'm very well versed in the New Zealand craft beer scene. Yeah. I know all the good breweries. I have my favourite beers. Whereas Melbourne, I'm not nearly as well versed. But having yep. read this magazine, just the two editions, I've learned so much about what's happening so in is it Melbourne. E- is it exclusively Melbourne-based beers? No, it's Australian-based beers. And they do they do sample beers from around the world. They've is, some garage project beers. But it's, it's mostly focused on Australian craft beer scene. Is, and particularly is a, Melbourne. It, I want to get down to... to because apparently a lot of the, the 
upcoming craft breweries in Melbourne are all down south, as you and I discussed earlier. Mm, but in... Wolf of the Willows is Cheltenham. Uh, Kaiju is... But you've really got to have a reason to go to... Cheltenham, no, no, well, Cheltenham, Cheltenham, Oakley, Dandenong—that's where all the, all these breweries are, are yeah. set well, up. That's where and they, they, they have afford, uh, actually afford real estate. Yeah, maybe, maybe so we, we should, should get down there. Maybe we should wait any... till Daniel Andrews builds the sky rail, and we'll go on that down to Dandenong and go and check out this microbrewery. Nothing wrong with it. You don't have to wait very long. It's locked in, and it's happening. Is it really? Apparently, yeah, it's happening. He's Exciting signed the contract. Public transport news. And people that live right next to it are like, oh, but there'll be a big thing in my backyard. It's like, suck it up for the greater good. Yeah, they're not happy. Some of them are like, oh, well, my house price has gone down by over 25% overnight. Yeah, that's rubbish. Melbourne, it's Melbourne the price of progress. Price. Melbourne ice price. Don't, don't. I've got a bone to pick with Ticketmaster. <laughs> oh, you're great. Good, good. Great. Good bone. Already. Now, I think everybody's had frustrating dealings. But my personal situation was... Back in February, Prince announced that he was touring Australia yeah. on a whim. I got my Ticketmaster thing going well before time. I was on there about half an hour early. Everything was fine. It was ticking down. Yep. The shot clock went down. I hit buy tickets as soon as the shot clock went. I yep. kept refreshing, making sure I was right. Yep. Ticketmaster debacle. Yep. Or was it a Ticketmaster scam? Either way... Didn't get to see Prince, and now Prince is dead. <laughs> Chance to see him. Didn't happen, thanks to Ticketmaster glitch, if that's what it was. Yeah. But, you know. If that is your real name, Ticketmaster. Yeah. eBay is... Kid pretty- Rock, looking at you, admits that he scalps his own tickets. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Poor form, Kid Rock. Oh, that is that is atrocious. We can safely say that he's just a knob from start to finish. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's ridiculous. Uh, he's, he's, yeah. he's 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 uh, he's not a, a favourable person in my in my <laughs> viewpoint. No. He does do some weird things though. He does get to collaborate with Paul McCartney. Like, that is weird. How the hell does that happen? Yeah. If you're Paul McCartney, how do you listen to Kid Rock's music and go, to- yeah? Oh yeah, that. You know, I don't know. I don't know how to. Hey, do that. manager, why don't you try and get like that Paul guy Rock. Kid Rock on the line? Because I think I need to do a two hour. It's a, like, good, that it's a no, good impression. Yeah, that's, that's no sense. Not bad. It's definitely better than we've done. Yeah. yeah. I reckon Ringo should be calling up Paul and saying, "Paul, it's Ringo. <laughs> I just want to say you're a stupid cunt for <laughs> playing with Kid Rock." <laughs> Peace and love, peace and love, peace and love. <laughs> That's the first C-bomb dropped, although it was hard to tell through that thick Very accent. Thick accent there. Took me back to my Thomas the Tank Engine day. Alright, yeah. Did he actually back do controller. the narrating for that? No, yeah. he was the, he was the, 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 back, controller? the back controller. Yeah. Right? But yeah. only for a couple of episodes. No, he was in it for the... No, no, he was the fat controller the whole time. Was, oh, he not was, the, he? was he not the narrator for the whole show all the time? Oh, I Thomas the Tank Engine, there he comes. Maybe Callum like can do a Google Keys on that. That is actually something that is. I need to job. give you my password, which um, I won't announce. No, no, that's man. fine. That's probably a good idea. Um, <laughs> sidebar, just before we do get on, I'm just going to cause a bit of controversy. In fact, I'll here search it myself. Because I've been thinking about this to myself quietly, and I've been thinking about who's my golden spatula yeah. for this podcast. And I'm going to give my golden spatula as a, as a committed Kiwi file. Yeah. And having heard a lot of if you say Auckland, vitriol, you're going to say Auckland. There's going to be controversy. I'm, I'm going to give my golden spatula to Auckland. Boo. It's not as bad. It's not Boo. as bad as everyone in the, the rest of New the Zealand. The criteria 
of it deserving more praise. Yeah. Auckland does not need any more inflation of its own ego. I, I, Auckland, I Auckland I is New Zealand Sydney. So far up its own ass that it could spike its I own ego. I think that within I think that within Auckland possibly maybe doesn't need any more bigging up. But I think outside of New Zealand there is this uh, conception of, of Auckland as a, as a god awful place. It's I mean, a rat it's, hole. It's, it's not that I, bad. I hold my I hold yeah, a camera's not that bad. It's called I've never a rat been hole. Interestingly, Ringo's real name is Richard Starkey. I did not know that. That's actually a pretty good name. Apparently, Big, Big Dog has now usurped me, usurped me as, um, as as Google Gears. Well, you're too busy praising Auckland, which is a disgrace, <laughs> a disgraceful thing to do. I'm not necessarily saying they need more praise. I'm saying that I feel like a bit of, some of the vitriol is possibly completely unfounded. justified. It's a shithole. So maybe not a golden spatula like a. A, a, a silver spatula. It's though, fair to like say that. that you're allowed to say it wasn't as bad as you were expecting, but it certainly doesn't well, require any more now. fluffing. I've been there twice now. I hold no, no opinion. If you're in the that. city, if you're in the city, like in the surrounding suburbs, great place to go for a holiday. Lovely place to. Oh, go oh I've got something for you. I've got something for both of you. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's it's an outside option, but it's one that I've become rather attached to in the last few days. A friend of mine from New Zealand told me about the Queenstown Half Marathon. Oh, really? In November. November 19th. In the Remarkables, is it? Well, it's in the Remarkables are nearby. The marathon is not through the Remarkables because they're a mountain range, big dog. But in the area, you'll be able to see the Remarkables. I'm pretty keen to do it. So just a little throw that out there. Okay, there you go. Obviously, flights and stuff is problematic, but... uh... Oh, this is great. Sorry, I I just... Can I just... Can I just... I just discovered something amazing about Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. Was narrated... The original narrator was was Ringo Starr. Yep. From 1984 to 1986. Other people who've narrated Thomas the Tank Engine include... George Carlin. Oh, wow! Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Michael Brandon. And, this is my favourite, Pierce Brosnan. Oh, Pierce Brosnan, Brosnan in 2008... You know what annoys me? There's an add-on at the moment with Brosnan, and he says he goes, "Explodes." He says it like that. It annoys me every time I hear it. (laughs) Explodes. This this band that's playing over the top of us probably due a maybe a silver spatula. They definitely some young kids from Brisbane. What's what are they called? Um, Ball Ballpark Music is what's playing in the background. They're bloody good, and I like this song and I like their album. Yeah, right. What I don't like is how disgustingly talented they are for such young people. They're all like 19, 20, 21, and they're bloody brilliant. It pisses yeah. me off. As a jaded old man that hasn't made it in his artistic pursuits. Sounds like a brilliant... Well, well, but these guys are great, um, and, and ballpark music, get on them. So your, your half marathon preparations are going shit. Pretty terrible, yeah. Mine, mine through, are going I shit. I did about 15 k's yesterday. You're not going to do the full marathon. And I was, no, no, no. No, God, no, no I, would be, I would be worried. I was doing the full marathon. First run I've done in months was running to catch the train today. And that is that is no joke. That's actually, I had to run to catch the train today. Smooth. And, um, yeah, it was uh, unpleasant. And it's going to be an unpleasant <laughs> experience. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to thrash myself next week, I think. I yeah, right. Yeah, well, that was my thrashing myself last night. Yeah. I haven't done anything even remotely resembling 15k the, the thing in way. my the thing in my favor is that this year's preparation uh, won't be any different to last year's preparation because of the, because of the proximity of the comedy festival to the great ocean road half marathon so i know i've got it in me also you, you you're, you're unlikely you, 
it's likely that you'll feel better on the actual day. The, you, you get an awful the adrenaline will kick in. Yeah, it kicks in until about the 15k mark and yeah. then you want to kill yourself. But that's why you have energy gels. Yeah. Energy gels. <laughs> mm, energy. Nice. Good times. Hey, All right. I'm going to tell you one other thing. Have we, we still got time? We've got plenty of time. We've, cool. got, we've got time so, to spare. That's good. Because I yeah. want to tell you about something that happened earlier this week. Excellent. Now, my sister was staying at, uh, at, at my place with Sarah and I. Um, and she's got a little baby. And baby! Baby's like four or five months old. Oh, frightening age. Love it. And they were flying back to France because that's where they live. Wow. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, right. did, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, anyway, that's... so I drove them back to the airport to drop them off so they could go and fly them back to France. And that was on a Monday or something this week. Monday, Tuesday. Monday, I think. Anyway, pretty chaos time, you know, because with kids, it's just chaos. It's just... That's how they roll. Yeah, it's a tornado wherever you're going. <laughs> so anyway, we got there, parked in the Wilson short-term parking, which I also have a bone to pick with, because it's <laughs> the most expensive car parking in Melbourne, sure. Is Probably, really, I'd say so. Short-term cost, parking is nightmare. Yeah, it cost me 30 bucks to park for 90 minutes. Whoa! But... Yeah, far out. Having said that, the big dog... Not only forgot to lock his car, <laughs> but left the driver's door wide open. <laughs> How did you even do that, big dog? Because it was chaos. <laughs> there, was, there was strollers, there was prams, there was baby Bjorns, there was a baby... Sorry, and baby was, Bjorns? You know what a baby Bjorn is? Oh, isn't it like you a remember, toy? Remember, no, no. Remember in, like, The Hangover, how um, Zach Galifianakis... Is it Alan? Is that his name? In, yeah, anyway, Zach Galifianakis has the baby. Remember, he's got the baby. Oh, hanging. He's got the baby, yeah, yeah. He's got the sure baby hanging off him the whole yeah, time. Yeah, that yeah. Thing. That's a baby Bjorn. Um, yeah, I thought the baby Bjorn was a toy. And all of, all the parents have them now. Yeah. Well, all the parents have had them for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I, I, I consider them like baby baby. Like, we're just we're just aware of them now because we're getting old. Yeah. I wonder if Mikey T has a baby Bjorn. Probably. I'm pretty he's sure. He's a model parent. I'm pretty sure Mikey and Carla would definitely have a baby Bjorn. Yeah. But anyway. So I left the Mikey door wide it. open for an hour and a half, including baby seats and everything still in the car. Nothing taken. Baby's still there. <laughs> Baby's still there. Baby was on a plane going to France pretty much by itself. Why was, why, why was the baby seat still there? Because because we, we bought a baby seat and just kept it in my car, and then I'll take it back to mum and dad. So anyway, that's beside the point. Yeah. Because you need to transport the baby around. And it's no Pair, point yeah. taking a baby seat back from France. No, that would take up a lot of your you know luggage I mean? allocation. Yeah. You can't just like go to the airport with your baby on your lap. That's a no-go. Okay. Cop, yep. Cops wouldn't like that. Oh, I don't know how babies work, so... I think it used to be you used to be able to do that, and that's illegal now. Mm. To what? Have a baby on your knee? Yeah. In, in a car? In a car? Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, so, so expensive but secure. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that thing will have cameras every which well, way. Well, it did now. too. It had a camera right above where the car was parked on the driver's side. Still not worth $30. Oh, yeah, it's it's a lot of money. It's outrageous. You were there for a long time though. 90 minutes. 90 I minutes. Think, I think it's a long time to be at the airport. I think well, that's like... because I helped them check in and fill out customs forms and all that sort of jazz. Yeah. As you did. At one point, I think um, the Melbourne airport was the most profitable because the car park is run I think under license though it's under it's it's I think the Wilson is the security 
but it, the, the profits from the car park go to the Melbourne Melbourne Airport Authority, which is um, which is maybe they can donate that money towards by Macquarie it. Bank. Yeah. Um, and I think at one point the Melbourne Airport was the most profitable bit of their business based solely on that car park. Maybe they can share some of those profits into investing in a train line to get out to the airport. I don't want a train line. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it's ever going to happen. I'm, I'm not feeling confident about that. Plus, the bus isn't that bad, so it's good. It's fine. It is. It is all right, but you need a train. That's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway. I don't think it's going to happen. Political conversations in the Barry Bullock hour. <laughs> We're allowed to talk about the merits of a train so, versus a bus. Double disillusion, anybody? Yeah, probably going to happen. Enjoying that people are referring to it as a double D. That's quite amusing. Um, I don't vote, so I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know anything about that. I don't know. Because I, I, I avoid the news like a plague. Yeah, Callum avoids the news and is surprised when he doesn't know what's going on in the world. I'm not surprised when I don't know what's going on in the world. I'm just surprised about things. I don't know how you can avoid the news. That's I just ridiculous. I don't like it. Yeah, but you can if you look at news on the internet, you just pick and choose what you want to read. That's how the internet works. Internet. You watch the news, you're forced to watch all of the news. You read the news on the internet, you go, that looks interesting, that looks depressing. Not going to read it. Yeah, right. That's how you find out crazy tidbits about what's happening in the world. Or you could just watch Peter Hitchner on Channel 9 laugh at every crazy little thing. Yeah, but then you also have to put up with, like, dark stuff. Yeah. Like I watched an animation of the Skyrail being built. It's going to be built by a giant fuck-off crane. Awesome. Giant cranes are awesome. Like like a, like a massive... like a Super giant. Like an A-frame crane. That's amazing. And it's literally... They're going to lift the blocks up from within the A-frame and then the, the thing just goes... It just goes... Oh, so cool. I'd love to see how yeah, they're actually so cool. going to get the money to do all this sort of stuff. Well, that's already locked in, Victor. It's already locked in. Where does Labor get the money for this stuff? They just go, oh, well, we've got because because we're big dog, like yeah the, the mining boom is over we're still a very affluent country there is still a lot of money in this country there'll be know. money somewhere I don't know. I don't understand how any of that works apparently we can afford to buy apparently we can afford to buy um, completely useless a completely useless fleet of fighter jets that don't do anything and spend so, half a billion dollars on a same sex marriage plebiscite or build sub rate submarines sounds like parasite. Yeah. Right. I don't know what a plebiscite is, but Wait. it shouldn't cost half a bit. It's a conscience vote in Parliament. Is that being slated, is it? Yeah, and it's been costed to half a billion dollars for them I'm pretty to do sure it. A plebis- I don't understand I'm how pretty that... sure a plebiscite is just another fancy way for saying a parliamentary vote. Well, how the right. fuck no, does no, that no, cost no, that's, $500 that's, million? No, a plebiscite is pe- pleb... as in... Um, as in everybody votes everybody votes oh, I, thought it was, I thought it was just parliament was going to vote and that's no. where the controversy was in fact and well, if, and people... if it is actually a plebiscite I'm pretty sure that's pretty sure that's who knows well that's the we only way that's also the only way it could possibly cost 500 million dollars if, it, if New Zealand can do a fucking flag referendum for 25 bil- uh, million dollars how does a same sex marriage plebiscite cost half a billion dollars Half a billion dollars yeah. for a vote. That's crazy. That is it's a crazy. lot of money. Like, like are we voting on golden paper? Just quietly, this is interrupt everything. This is Courtney Barnett, who's the darling oh, of the yeah, indie yeah, world. Yeah. This is an atrocious song. I'm sorry, this is a terrible song. 
because she's deliberately singing badly, and I don't get, I do not get how that can be popular. Anyway. Oh, she's subverting. No, it's shit. Right. We should now, probably... No, no, we're not wrapping up. We're not wrapping up. No, because there... Really, more material is good. More material There is, is good. one, one giant elephant in the room. And there he is. Say hello, Dumbo. No, that's, that's a joke. It's a fat person walking past. No, there's not. That would be a terrible joke to make. That would be really terrible. Big Although joke. nobody would be able to see it. No, that's why I made it up and then immediately refuted it. There's no fat person or legitimate actual elephant in the room. We're not in a circus. Big dog. Big dog. Yes, I'm getting married. Yes, I'm getting married. Big dog. So we put a ring on it. Tell us, where's my party poppers? Didn't bring it. You're engaged. Yes. Congratulations. Party popper. Pop. 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 Okay. Now, here's this. This is not... Okay, that's enough of that. This is not the sort of of thing that you consult... Not that you need to consult us, but just be like... Hey boys, I'm thinking about popping the question. I'm yeah, like, out of nowhere, there, big you, dog. T- you texted us that you'd done it and that you were engaged, and you're yet to tell us the story. Uh, being, being now a, is the time. Being a very, also being a very traditional person, I'm, I'm interested to hear who you did talk to about this. As, as, a, an, as I'm a, a traditional person, or you're, you're, you're a fairly, you're a fairly traditional person in a lot of respects. Point is, you, you got engaged, you and we you don't know anything about it in certain respects. So let's, let's, let's. let's, let's what happened? What happened? Tell us the story. Did you tell beforehand? No, I told nobody. Nobody. Interesting. Well, I, 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 you know what I did do. Most people psych themselves up by I told, telling them. I told my, I told my, I told my dad that I was going to ask the question. Did you tell any of Sarah's relatives? I asked her dad. There you yeah. go. That's why I said. That's why I was saying. You're but, a very I traditional mean, person. You've got to understand, some, some guys. That, like. It's actually been something that's probably been in the works for us for a little while. Well, we, we get that. We, we, so, um, we're not surprised. We were so, just... if you want to know the story behind it, it was actually quite... It's quite simple, really. It was just the timing was right. And it, I just didn't think it was any need for me to actually broadcast it. So, I don't know why I didn't broadcast it. wasn't I didn't think I needed to broadcast I just thought... Well, I'm just going to ask anyway, so I'm just going to get on with it. And so I did. Um, took me a couple of goes. Had to get a ring. Not a couple of goes like she said, no a couple of well, times. Well, she said, like, come back and bring a ring next time. And a few <laughs> but, um, you know. You're talking about previous attempts? Or like this is the one day where you said, hey, will you marry me? And she's like, no, well, no, where's no, the ring? Hey, I'm just nip out to the jewelers and I'll be back in 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a one day effort. I want she to know about caught me going to the jewelers anyway, and she so ended up going to the shops with me. <laughs> right, so, right. You wouldn't say that probably work for the best though, because girls are very particular about jewelry. Well, they can be very particular. Yeah. Oh, that'd be terrifying buying an engagement ring. The, the, ob- the obvious one being Emily, who got a re- an engagement ring that she hated. Yeah, right. No wonder she pulled the wedding off. Well, well that's uh, probably yeah. not the only. Sorry, there's probably more more uh, circumstances. Yeah, but yeah. All right, so you got a so ring. So you got the ring, and she went with you. <laughs> Did you ask she, her there immediately after? No, 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 no. So I thought so it was up in Yarrawonga, wasn't it? What it was, it was. So what I did. So there wasn't any climax. So you... she gave me a bit of a, an idea of what sort of stuff that she'd like. Ring wise. Ring. Okay, right. And she's not a. She's not into the rock type thing. So she, we got Good a option. wedding band. Good option. It's kept nice, simple, easy. 
we got a wedding band. Yeah, but she she said like, oh, I like this, I like this, I like these kind of wedding but, bands. And then I went, okay, you go off and shop or whatever you want to do. And I'll, did you get one of the ones so that she I pointed did, out? Or? I was worried that it wouldn't be any kind of surprise at all. Yeah. About it. So I pretended like I'd had a really stressful situation in trying to pick a ring. And then you went down to the lolly store and you bought a ring pop. Yeah. I bought a burger ring. No, <laughs> no. So what happened was oh, like, bad, that, probably. when I saw her afterwards, I said, oh, this, this is the worst idea ever. I got totally confused. They asked me all these stupid questions and I just had to get out of there. So she didn't think I bought a ring. Nice. I actually Good. had Good misdirection. Good Lovely. for you. Lovely and then, So anyway, cut to a couple of weeks later at Yak and Dander. Out of folk festival. What, what, can, what? Yak and Dander? Yak it's and called, Dander. The place is called Yak and Dander. Extraordinary yak. name. Yak is the yokel. Good place. Anyway. You say yokels? Like, this is Yak and Dander. Yeah. The Yak and Dander locals, commonly yeah. known as yokels. I can say that because I, I, I do have family up in the region, so it's, it's just around the corner from Dad's house. Yokels? Yeah. Anyway, it's just near Albury. And so lovely people up in Yangadana. Beautiful town. Very nice. Absolutely Next lovely to part of the world. Next to Beechworth and um and Bright. Yep. It's that there's a triangle. Yeah. That's and, pretty much it. And and the Yokel Triangle. Myrtleford, Myrtleford, Yakandana and Bright. Yeah. Beautiful part of the world. Carry on. Anyway, so um So that was it, really, you know. Well, well, what was what was the thing? Where, where, where was it? What, what were well, you it was. Did you have a I had to go and rummage around or? in the boot of the car and find the ring. <laughs> While she was waiting, wondering why we were standing in a car. Why was the ring in the boot? Because I was hiding it, so she oh, wouldn't yeah, that's, see that's it. Fair. But what, where were you? What was the situation? Well, it was like? about six o'clock. He's manufactured a blown tyre or something. Yeah, let me just get a tyre on now. <laughs> I just went like, oh, I think I'm a bit cold. Let's go back and get a jumper from the car. Because we've been at the festival all day. Oh, yeah, the Yak and Dad Folk Festival. Yeah, that's right. Which is so great. it was about Which 6 o'clock great. in the evening, and I just rummaged around the boot of the car. So where were you when Yak and Dad Because I know Yak and Dad pretty good We were just off the main street. Just off the main street. Yeah, right. There really isn't that much. There's not a lot to Yak. It's, it's not a no, huge No, no, but I'm saying there really isn't much to the story. It was just a very no. simple kind of... But the fact that there we hadn't heard a story or any details of any kind it's something that we were curious about well, yeah. but you're suddenly now that. engaged and we don't know exactly how it came about yeah I guess that's just the way I roll Do, now 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 big big dog is there a day no no nothing yet we'll have to work all that out is it, it's not going to be, be a very long engagement or? TBC be, as yeah. it were to be kept to be kept in the post be kept in the loop about it is what <laughs> So we, we, we're thinking sometime next year, maybe... Sound. Potentially March next year. Or it could be later, maybe October or something next year. That is quite a different type of month. Yeah, well, I'm not sure whether she wants to do it right in the depths of winter, that's all. But yeah, it will definitely be next year, not this year. So, no, yeah. this year would be... But yeah, that's really, that's really the story there, guys. Um, so, does this have anything to do with your reticence to um, reticence to commit to New Zealand Fringe Festival 2017? Potentially. So, you then those things were bubbling away in your head, and you didn't um, divulge details. Well, it, it, look, there's no point getting sort of all carried away about <laughs> something male. <laughs> 
things may or may not have happened. And I'm not talking about the wedding may or may not have happened, but it may or may not have happened at that time, may or may not happen at that time. I guess that's true, yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, I mean... That's going to be genuine. Maybe that is a strange thing for a guy not to sort of consult his mates first. Not, a, not even consult, just let us know. But yeah, I, didn't, I didn't really feel... Didn't really feel the any sense of urgency to let me know either. And you, you two are it's, pretty much my best friends, so I guess that's kind of a strange kind of thing. But oh, thanks, Big Dog. It's really, it, it really, Everyone, it's more of a reinforcement of your eccentric nature, Big Dog, rather than anything else. Is it really I think, that yeah, absolutely. Is I think, it really that I think it's mildly eccentric. <laughs> mildly. Really? As far as most people sort of go, hey, thinking about popping the question this weekend, border ring. And then you sort of go, yeah, good on you, mate. Get, get stuck in there. And then you do it like, hey, she said yes. Woo, yeah, that's uh, what I did anyway. No, you just said, hey, boys, I'm engaged. No, no, no. Big, I wasn't a big no. dog engaged. Something like that. <laughs> big this beer engaged. is not going down too badly at all. Yeah. It's quite, it's quite wheaty. I, it doesn't mention anything about that on the... I, I'm getting quite a lot of sort of like that sour wheat. Kind of almost like a... like. Not like a saison, but it has a little bit of that sort of sourness to it. That's what I'm getting. I drank mine ages ago. I can't even remember what it tastes like. Probably pretty good. Happy Shakespeare Day, everyone. Yep. Is that actually today? Congratulations. We today? haven't really talked about it, because they know the day's time. Commiserations to everyone who's feeling a bit upset about Prince passing away. Yep. It's a bit of a bummer. Um, yeah. He was awesome. He, he was, was awesome. The other day, amazing musician. Amazing musician. He's very good. He was creepy. Oh, was he creepy though? I wouldn't want to have a sleep. He was a little bit creepy. Yeah, yeah, he was a little bit creepy. Yeah. Look, it's certainly it's difficult. The it's difficult to know exactly the the tabloid media is always going to blow these things out of proportion. It's always difficult to know. The actual. I've seen him on. I saw him on a TV show. I was like, yeah, he's a little bit creepy. He's a little <laughs> But yeah. made some great songs. Good he on did. him. He did. Um, so um, we don't have any beers, so we can't raise a toast to Prince. But um, well, metaphorical. Toast. Metaphorical toast. Hope you're having, having a having a good time up there. Yeah, I'll be doing fine. Anyway, dancing in the purple rain. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll sign off. And uh, thanks for listening. Catch you soon. Bye. Bye. Yeah.